Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit Powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. We got a special one today. Super special. We, we got the Canuck coach. That's right. Aaron McCartney. Yeah, Aaron, What's up, dude? Hey, man. I'm glad to be here. This is great. What's up, man? Glad you got to watch my accent. Uh, oh, um, you'll have to see. I actually have a t-shirt. and You'll see it show up in a few posts. Uh, big half Canadian, half American flag on a Maple Leaf. U.S. <laughs> E-H. U.S.A. So uh, we've been having we've been having fun with that stuff, and uh, I, found I won't want to. I'll get you one. I will get you one. <laughs> that sounds I, awesome. Uh, when I get back from camp, there's a lot of things my kids point out. You're talking funny, Dad. It's like, well, you know, I picked up a few things while I was out of the country. What can I say? But yeah, it's great. Start, fun. start slowing down a little bit. Your mouth starts opening up funny. You want square wheels? We've all been there. <laughs> oh yeah, changing Man. up the bacon at the household. Yeah, McCartan household. Exactly. <laughs> hey, um, there might allegedly be shot photos. Um, you can blame the team captain on this, but at the Canada Nationals in Steinbach, uh, there might have allegedly been a round of shots, but it was shots of maple syrup. I kid you not. So <laughs> I believe it. I'm, the, the local customs are fantastic. What can I say? Great people. This, and, this checks uh, out. The best part about this. Oh, yeah, this does check out. But the best part about it is not a single one of them knows I'm doing this podcast talking about them yet. So this will be kind of a fun little surprise. Oh, awesome. I think most of them listen to the podcast and it gets discussed at the cans. Hey, did you hear who's on? Who was talking? So, you know, he got a fan base. But so I just haven't told him I'm doing this yet. So, yeah, hey, Mark and I are used to the uh, fans. It doesn't really surprise us. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, we're swatting them off Petra, all the time. Petra was at uh, was at twenty one when you and I were out in Ashland, and uh, we go walking in that house when they had uh, Miss Kitty, and it was at um, oh gosh, yeah, oh my god, yes, and, yeah. we're in the middle of like Western Kansas, which is like the nicest people in the world, but there's not a lot of them, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you're on my cool shit. Oh my gosh, it was great. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, fans it's, everywhere it's super humbling i mean it's like oh god but that's why like when you think about i i try not to think about it because then like i have to like then i try i get like a little filter and i can't yeah, have that true <laughs> no you, you gotta go on filter you gotta go raw so yeah, yeah. yeah keep it raw baby that's how we roll so how do you get up to, how do you get up to canada is it do you like illegally cross the border you by uh them? by moose like so, what, a, what, a, what a stupid question by elk. Well, so the funny thing is, <laughs> County so border, ooh, there you go. Um, yeah, I get the Mountie hat too. Um, no, the funniest thing about it is uh, the um, uh, a lot of Americans have an aversion to crossing that border. Um, we actually goaded a lot of my colleagues here from the upper Midwest to go up uh, attend the Canadian Nationals, and there was like this big group chat. How do I get across the border? What's the deal? And Luke is yeah. going to be laughing his head off when he listens to this because Luke Penner did a webinar on it. And crossing the border is like a non-event. If you're going to do it in general aviation aircraft, there's some easy, easy border crossings. My favorite one so far, it's uh, Piney Creek. It's up North Dakota. And uh, well, it's technically Minnesota, I think. But anyways, you uh, land at Piney Creek and half the runways in Canada, half's in the States. So you land, you go to the apron on the Canada side, customs comes out, greets you. Check your passport, identify the tail number, make sure you filed the cross. Okay, welcome to Canada. Hop back in the airplane and off you go. It's like a non-event. Um, wow, that's easy. And coming back is about the same. Yeah, coming back is about the same. It's super simple. But, uh, you know, so Team Canada, we've actually done uh, four different camps so far. Uh, two of them are in the States. You guys uh, have one, been training a lot. Yeah. Which is great, which hard. is what you need to do. Oh, um, yeah. I was actually conspir- being a little conspiracy uh, tinfoil hat, thinking like maybe you guys just took a ton of content pictures and just posting pictures like you're out of camp, but you're not. Because I'm like, <laughs> they, they're going to just, they're going to run shit at, at Worlds. Well, that's kind of the idea. So the, the the fun part was we did two camps in the States. And, you know, it's great to engage with ISCers and Canadians, you know, Canadian ISC members at the same time. But 
I mean, the first formal camp we had gathering was in um, uh, Ephrata, Washington, leading up to the Apple Cup contest. And uh, we ended up having four of the guys there for part of it. We had two for the full duration and two for the very end. So we had, you know, four of the Canadians down. So that's half the team. Um, we had another one in Cutbank, Montana in uh, July. Um, I had uh, Luke Penner and I had some other visitors from the north come down and visit in uh, Algona, where I'm based, in northern Iowa, as kind of an interim camp. Then we had a week-long camp leading up to Canadian Nationals in uh, Steinbeck, and now just recently Rocky Mountain House out in Alberta. And we're going to do a little touch-up clinic leading up to the Worlds. We're going out a few days before the official practice days. And Jeff, like what you and I had in Romania, you know, we'll get in, use the box as much as we can for a couple of days. Um, yeah. That should pretty well put the polish on stuff, then get our official contest uh, practices, and off we go. So, Do you guys and, have a manager? Well, so unofficially, we're kind of splitting that duties between uh, Lenora Crane. So one of our pilots, Miles Crane, his wife, Lenora, is the interim president of Aerobatics Canada. And uh, so she's taking some of the management duties and keeping the team on task. And then uh, her and I just kind of collaborate on it. So unofficially, cool. she's unofficially, she's the official team manager. and She's been fantastic. So uh, just, I mean, she's been a crucial volunteer at several of the contests. I mean, she practically ran Cutback. She did all the setup for it. And then, uh, yeah. you know, she's, you know, key and deals with Aerobatics Canada, the FAA, you know, she's corresponded with Duncan, our CD for uh, WAC. So, I mean, she's been just uh, just a gem to work with. And then, um, you know, I kind of fill in the gaps or we collaborate. I mean, it, it's been a really good team effort. And what's great is at Rocky Mountain House, I had breakfast with her every day. Um, you know, her and Miles were at the same hotel I was located. So we'd get together every day and have a little huddle, talk about the plan for the day. And then I would take on camp and she would take on any of the team functions. I mean, it, it's just great the way this team is pulled together. And Aaron, you know, speaking teams, of that, I, I'm so curious because um, I want to I want to take one step back and just ask when was the last time there was a Canadian team of this stature? Because it's been uh, a while. Eighty eight. You so, know they've they've had they've had Canadian representation at Worlds. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah twenty thirteen. They sent actually two of the guys on the advanced team in twenty thirteen represented Canada for Unlimited in Texas. 2008, they had, that was it three or four went down to uh, um, Pendleton for the Advanced Worlds. And then yeah. uh, 1988 was the last time when they had it in Red Deer, which is not very far from uh, um, Rocky Mountain House. But in Red Deer, they had a full team represented there. And that was Unlimited Worlds. So it's kind of cool that we put together not just a full team of eight, but we also have, you know, another pilot flying Ors de Concours. So we've got nine representing the nation showing up. I mean, that's full force. That's amazing. It's a, it's a full team. And that's that's um, that's why I wanted to ask, because you're talking about managers, and obviously you're the coach. The, you know, this yeah. is a full-fledged, no bullshit, aerobatic oh, team. Oh, yeah. National represented aerobatic team. And um, it's super exciting to see. Yeah. How, yeah. how um, going for, because, I mean, we're in the mix. AWAC's coming up. Nationals are coming up. We're we're here, you know. Everybody's yeah. everybody's in 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 last minute, you know, or not last minute, but I guess the 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 ending ending phases of all their preps. Um, what what's the team looking like now as a team, and with all the logistics of all the camps that you've been doing, um, where I, mean, I know you can't give away secrets. We're asking. I guess that's asking. You know, probably asking too much. But <laughs> um, it's so it's so exciting just just to see um, Canada fill a team like this. I'm super excited as a fan. You yeah, know, they're on the so move. It's, it's giving, giving life to the sport. It's yeah. Honestly, th that's a little bit to my point. You know, it's like you have this is a this is a real deal team. This is there's no yeah. bullshit here. Oh yeah, they're absolutely a real deal team. And um, you know, thinking about the team dynamic, so. You know, Canada is a big place, just like the U.S., uh, except with the population, they're way spread out. So like the Afraid yeah. camp, you know, I had two from Vancouver, you know, Mark Cunningham, Christian Baxter from Vancouver. And then at the end of the camp, we had two more. We had Jersey and uh, Dave sneak down from Alberta, but they had to go through a snowstorm to get there in June, if you can believe that. You know, I mean, it's so the logistical nightmare of this. Um, kind of you get to, and you know, when we got together at uh, Cutbank, you know, we had Alberta represented, and then when you get over to Steinbeck, we had seven of the eight members plus Jesse Mack, who is the Oristic Concourse pilot. So, you know, we had Ryan from Toronto, but you think about, oh, yeah, just come on over. 
we look out on a map, then you realize, shoot, he has to go around the Great Lakes. That's you know, a 1,200-mile trek for Ryan to get over there. By the time you start realizing central Canada is 1,200 miles and 1,500 miles from the two respective borders, you go, oh, my gosh. I mean, these guys, it, it's like the U.S. trying to coordinate camps. It is a big logistical nightmare to get them together. Yeah, but when yeah. I really clicked with me, when it really clicked that we were on something strong, um, we were up at, uh, you know, up at the Winnipeg contest or Steinbeck, Manitoba. And I was, I, I told the guys we had gone a couple days into the camp and I said, Hey, you know, we're all working on these, on un, these unknown figures. And I said, if you're flying something similar, like we had three Giles drivers or we had, you know, a couple extra drivers I said, Hey, if you see somebody flying something similar to yours, come out to the judging position with me, watch it. And I'll point out, this is what you're doing. This is what he's doing. We need to collaborate. And I'm, so I'm sitting there and I'm like totally in the moment and I'm talking to one of the pilots. And then I hear a question from my other shoulder and I glance away for a second. I realize the whole team is standing there behind me, listening to what I have to say and helping collaborate with their teammates. And I just, it just popped at that moment. It's like, wow, this, this isn't a bunch of individuals trying. I mean, these, these people are tight and they're close and they're really clicking well. And it, it got to be a great thing. And same thing at uh, Rocky Mountain House here recently. Um, unfortunately, like Ryan Chapman, who's Toronto, I mean, that's, thousands of miles for him to get over there logistically very difficult but yeah we had everybody but him in play and same deal you know we were sending every time we come up with something we're working on unknown figures or we come up with an unknown sequence we want to play with or a different change to the free known we'd send it over to ryan in a group chat say hey what do you think of this does this work for you why don't you practice this send me some video clips if you have any issues and i mean just the constant collaboration between these guys it's 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 amazing what these guys are putting together i can't it's an amazing to watch quality character yeah, it's honestly been, yeah. it's been amazing to watch. You know, and uh, you know, uh, you obviously know the whole team, Jeff. You know most of the people on the team. I know a few people on the team, um, and have interacted with them personally. I mean, everybody on that team is absolutely fantastic. I mean, they're they're just amazing human beings first, and then uh, obviously their flying is. I mean, I think it's going to go without uh, w- without much words. They're gonna they're gonna bring in the heat. It's gonna be pretty Holy impressive day, to see. They're, they're they're freaking flying um flying their butts off and flying really well the 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 team aspect uh and you can speak to this because you were uh you you were on the teams in the u.s both of you Mm -hmm. guys is this i asked i asked i actually poised this question to jeff last podcast um for nationals is this going to be a dynamic that's going to get in people's heads uh at nationals even the u.s team um because you have you have a team with such high cohesion and um and talent i mean obviously everybody's talented you're on a team you're you're you've got a level of talent that you know many other people don't possess but you know everybody's flying really well and they're just a fantastic group of people you you could almost you could almost sell the idea that they're all best friends yeah I would believe. you really could you really could um i gotta be diplomatic in my answers so. <laughs> um, i realize yeah, that yeah. as i well, asked that and i'm not trying to begrudge anybody no, no. any any other team uh past or present um but it's it's just it's something well, that i think yeah. is going to play into nationals in my opinion um just because you're going to well, see you're going to see a, a group that's n- not doing it like anybody else you know what, what's great is we've got two of our strong pilots and we have one future team hopeful all coming down to the nationals um you know we've got wait Wes, can you repeat that yeah you we, get the whole got, team no we've got two of the team members, oh I, team I, members. I was like oh my god so, like, so yes we've over. got um well <laughs> it would be fun no we've got i thought uh, i thought most got, of the team was coming that's oh that's a bummer okay so you got luke and well, ryan yep so we've got we've got luke and ryan and then we've got jason who's got that really pretty game bird out of alberta um, oh yeah and so Jason missed team qualification last year. He it, it was mechanical issues, delays, family stuff. You know, it, it, life got in the way. But he came out, flew at Rocky, and he's coming up a long ways. And I coached him a little bit at Rocky just to help him out. And um, I think with just a little time, I think he could be formidable at this level too. I mean, Jason did a great job. Um, and that, if, if for those who haven't seen it, um, Jason's got that really pretty game bird with the embedded honeycomb pattern in it. Um, mm somebody in the paint shop of game composites knows what they're doing. Cause that is a, a remarkably stunning aircraft. So I can't make nationals this year due to scheduling issues, but uh, Jeff, Mark, if you guys are down there, you got to go and check this thing out. I mean, it's, it's a stunner and a half. We but, talked about it. We saw it, we saw it on the entrant list uh, when we, we were looking at it last, uh, last week's episode. Um, that's going to be very exciting to watch from a, from, a, you know, multiple standpoint. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but but going back to the question on you know getting in people's heads, you know my competitive my inner competitive nature and knowing the team I'm representing, I hope it does get in some heads. It'd be kind of fun, you know. <laughs> I say that with a little smirk, but it's also like at the last Worlds in Poland when I flew for the Unlimited team. You know, when you show up, there's going to be a few clear dominant photos from the different nation or players from the different nations, and you always want the best person to win. Deep down, you want it to be you, and you want your team to be on the gold podium, but. Like at Worlds last year, when you saw when you saw Florent fly, you know, Flo goes up there and I, it, it's just everything's on, everything's electric. It's got a rhythm. It's perfectly presented. You go, yeah, that's that's a great. I mean, that's a great benchmark. That's the guy to beat. I would like to think I have a couple of those guys on the team. I know there's a couple of heavy hitters from the states. Um, I know there's a couple of heavy hitters coming over from Europe. There's some people that moved down from Unlimited over, you know. The availability of wax i mean there's there is some great talent coming to this thing so i want the best person to win but i want my guys to do very well and i, I believe in them um you know something something that i'm happy about is and jeff you've seen this and mark you've seen this watching being a fan of the sport there's always like one or two exceptional pilots from a team yep. or there's a couple exceptionals from you know a few teams and then the rest of the team is building up yep. when it clicked that we were on something strong is when we were in steinbeck and between the three flight programs, which we ran the full SEBA format, free unknowns and everything, at Steinbeck, every one of my pilots medaled between the three flights. All seven of them pulled a medal between the three flights. That's and incredible. then I had the top, the top three up there, but the scores were super compressed. It's like, okay, I, I've got a couple heavy hitters. I've got a couple exceptional pilots, but my whole team is consistently strong that's where I want to be. Because Jeff, you saw this in 2018, we were over in Romania and I had one mistake hit me on program four and I went from, you know, top three tumbled down to 10th. It was debatable, we, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's debatable. We could go on that one, but but we had, uh, we, we had, uh, you know, uh, Lentz was right on my heels. AJ was right down there in the hunt. So, you know, between the three of us, that's what probably Yeah, you up. can't, you can't make mistakes in, at Worlds. I mean, your mistake we talked about, and it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a mistake at all. Um, but yeah, it was like an like, illusion, a, a, yeah. a sun glint, a, a very, in, you know, just a, a very unfortunate thing. And, and I want hurt a little. Yeah, but, you, but know, you guys have a great, you have a, a solid five pilots, six pilots that can all medal a flight. And, you know, you need that because anything could happen. I mean, you can, you can fly, oh, yeah. and you can have your top flight pilot be flying in some stupid on judge wind and then, mm -hmm. you know, making it super hard and having to, having to do whatever you can, you know, to keep it and, and take whatever points for presentation. But, um, and then you can get your, you know, your number three or number four guy flying all calm winds and, and fly better. So like you, you yeah. need that base. And it's, it's such a team. I, you know, I, I think most people look at it now or some, a good amount of people look at it now as a team sport because worlds, I mean, the individual, you know, medal is great and all and the world champion and this and that, but um, you know, it's a team event and, and you can't just have yeah. three people you need. I, I wouldn't even say four. I would say, I would say five. Yeah, you you got to have a a really good, consistently strong core. You know, yeah. I said this. Um, I gave a presentation at Air Venture in 2018, immediately before I went over to Romania, um, and I said, you know, it, it it would be career defining as a pilot to pull a medal. It would make your entire career as a pilot if you stood individually on the top three podium, but. It would validate the entire nation, the coaching program, the aerobatics club, yes. all of it, if the team gets on the podium as a top three right. nation. And so that's, you know, that's our goal one is consistently push everybody up and show up. And there's, I think by last count, I think we have six full represented nations of three or more. Might be seven now, but you've got, I, yeah, it, and strong nations. So it's going to be fun to play in that ballpark. It really is. Yeah. And I think Ooh. that the reason that why the French um, are, you know, one of the, one of the reasons why they're very, very good is, um, you know, when you're around great pilots, you get better. So like that, oh, yeah. that uh, the guy with the game bird, I forget, you know, I'm sure he's progressing much faster, not faster, but at a better rate being around people like Luke and Neil. It's a constant Ryan. clinic. Yeah, it exactly. Is. And like, that's, you look at the French and there's, I mean, there's just powerhouses everywhere you look there. And when you're around that, it's like it's just so motivating, and you learn faster, and and the information is readily available, and 
And that I think, you know, maybe overshadowed a little bit by all their medals and everything like that. But having a club, not only for access to airplanes, but for access of information is something that, you know, maybe we need to focus on a little bit more and, and do it on a digital platform because we're a little bit more spread out. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. you know, and, you look at like Brent Lakin, like she's an example of that. You know, she, yeah. she, she literally lived high level of critique and, and, um, and, and scrutinizing on every flight was able to hang out with some of the best pilots of the world. You know, Craig's no slouch, right? Oh, no, he's not. He's one of our top pilots. Absolutely. <laughs> he's no slouch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he won to, he won to known in 2017, right? He beat out Rob or 2018. Yeah, that's correct. Fantastic and, he's pilot. Got, and he's got several individual medals from the advanced worlds and team medals from the unlimited teams. So he's been our, yeah. one of our consistently strongest pilots. Good friend, yeah. great guy. I mean, just, you know, deep down, a really kind man and all the things he's done and all he touches a lot of people. Um, there's a Stoddicker driver, Micah, out of uh, the Tennessee area that went up and coached him lately and sent me a note and says, wow, man, he's got an eye for stuff. Yeah, he does. He, he's seen the sport. He knows it. So, but like back to Brit, you know, just being around that. And she was over at the Worlds with us last year, observing and working with the coaches and, you know, interacting with the other top level pilots from Unlimited. And she came back and posted up dang strong scores at the Nationals last year. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's you're right. Being around it helps. That's the key. Love, love or hater, um, it, it showed. I mean, the, the the ability to immerse yourself, and if you have the talent to absorb it, and and yeah. the resources to absorb it, and and then put it to test. She's an example of that. Oh yeah, I think I think yeah, I think the French team is as a whole is an example of that. And you know, going back to you know team, right? The team aspect of it. It's so funny because you you can. Um, even as a, I, I'm sure most people listening that uh, have never been on a team and will never be on a team, uh, aerobatic wise, uh, can relate to this. Um, you can watch teams on a given year, and even mm-hmm. as a spectator, you can know, you can see, okay, is this an individual, you know, endeavor or a team endeavor? And most of the time, yeah. for the most part, it's an individual endeavor. You know, that, I think everybody would probably agree with that. I, Canada's bringing the yeah. team back in the team. Yeah, they really it, are. It, bec- and that's it kind of becomes a team it, aspect been, again. You know, um, I, I've I've kind of had to step back from my ambitions or pursuits of the sport to help these guys. And it's so dang rewarding watching that develop and watching these guys all click and watching them start busting through these barriers. And what's great is with the experience base on them, um, I'm going to pick on like Dave, for example. Dave's a great pilot. You know, he was one of the pilots that represented at Pendleton in 08. And unlimited in Texas, uh, Dave Barbette. Okay. And so Giles 200 driver, uh, super competent in it. And he went down to Vega or to uh, Texas in 13 on the unlimited along with Jersey. And Dave, he came to Ephrata. And like I said, I only had a couple of days with him and I'd helped him through the contest as well. And I suggested to him, I said, you know, let's, let's try this differently. Let's just focus on this one thing here. And it immediately started to clear up. And I, so I gave him some homework the next time I saw him at Cutbank, he was doing it exactly as I prescribed. Okay, let's try this one more thing. Let's try this one more thing. And we started clicking through, and now he's flying, you know, SEVA level presentation, and he's tightened up the performance and the performance zone in the box. And, you know, the couple of figure critiques I've given him, I mean, he just adapts them. And so having that level of experience is great. And then having these up and comers, you know, Jesse Mack, Luke Penner, you know, Ryan, who came into this both feet first, and, you know, had an unfortunate airplane switch and back, but you know, it, oh, what happened it, there? Great is, I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, what happened third, with that? Uh, what happened there? Third, third oh. Diggler. <laughs> <laughs> <Third Diggler. laughs> you know, I, you know, love you, Ryan. For, yeah, Ryan, we love you, man. I, I joke with Ryan all the time. I, 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 I always say this, and it's complimentary to him. It's not a sexist thing, but had it been a lesser man than him. Nobody would have survived that. He's the only guy oh my that, God. Can drop, that can drop a whole sukhoi on his head, dang yeah. near shoulder press the airplane off him. I know he had help, and then live to talk about it. And uh, not only that, but to come back and hit the G limits on his Stoddicker within a month or two. I mean, the, the dude is a machine. Did you give, give his reason of why he couldn't, and he was serious of why he couldn't get the sukhoi off of him? He goes, oh, I tried to... I don't know why I'm doing a stupid accent. He's like, I tried to, <laughs> you know, push the sukhoi, but but the uh, you know, it must have rained there, so the 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 ground was really uh, wet and muddy, and my kept my uh, feet kept going through the ground and stuff, so it wasn't allowing me to do that. We're like, oh yeah, 
of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's course. it. Well, it was a soft field. The tires dug right sure. in, you know, so there's no hard surface. It's not like it's on a deadlift platform. Where Did you see firm, the, you know? uh, the the pictures of it? As far as I'm concerned, Ryan won the Canadian Nationals because on the podium, he's still taller than everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <that fish? laughs> yeah. So I, he's just I a monster. Great. He's a monster. Uh, so obviously, I have the gift of gab, and um, there's oh, we got it. We forgot to get anybody to MC the event, and every head in the hangar turns and looks at me. I'm like, okay, give me the microphone. So I'm MCing the award ceremony, and so you know, I'm I'm like pumping up everybody, and I'm building everybody up, and I'm making big fair about every one of the flight medals on each of the programs, and look at, and I'm yelling at the audience, yeah, big crowd, and I'm like, these are your Canadian teams. These are representing your nation. Everyone and pulled the medal, and none of the guys knew who was going to be on the podium. So then I'm start bringing it up, you know, and, it, you know, Luke, Ryan and Neil and it, yeah, with that picture and Ryan was ahead <laughs> above everybody. And it's like, Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, we have the Hulk standing there next to two. Normal oh my humans God. And he looks like he and, was one of the extras, the Marine guys in uh predator with Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. just, just going hunting. So for anybody who didn't get the double reference on that, um, get on neil harris's airplane and he's got a um, um you guys remember from predator you know dylan you son of a bitch and they do that big <laughs> yeah. bro hug bicep thing he has that with an american and canadian flag in the background on the side of his airplane oh my so God. perfect yeah so I, I think i did that on instagram story then i compared i've got a u.s american flag uh or american canadian flag on the back of my helmet and i so i held the two up side by side did that on insta story here back in july they're just yeah. too cool so yeah, like I said, the, the click the click there is great. So fun Ryan story. I actually have witnesses that can corroborate this. I've never seen it before. You know, we've had this Canadian wildfire smoke, and then there's been waves of humidity and all this bad stuff. We're at Steinbeck, and Ryan comes in, first flight, day one of the camp, and he comes dropping in, and he didn't dial the prop back, and here he comes in that stalker. It's just screaming. Props turning 2,800 <laughs> RPM. It's just, God, this thing sounds like a jet coming ripping in on a 45-degree downline. And he pulls level and he pulls vertical and he he must have been 10 or maybe maybe a little hair over i don't know but he pulls and the aircraft pulled the vertical in the vapor i've never seen this before but we had vapor trails on both wingtips when he pulled the <laughs> vertical right in front of us oh my Hell god yeah and, I, and the guy standing next to me holy crap it was just it's like dude man that hit hard so oh my god he's a machine and he flies it like so um every once in a while he'll sneak out a video doing a snap roll or something it's like yep I don't know uh, what it is like with aerobatic pilots, like all of a sudden you start bodybuilding and like you get these tribal tattoos. Like look at Joey Bowflex. <laughs> <laughs> like well, does it so just all like of a sudden, does it just yeah, does it just start like freckles almost, but except it's tribal tattoos? Is that what happens when you fly out? They just start growing. You wake yeah, up, it's like Yeah. Yeah. So my my, my I feel like I'm going to be Joey Bowflex or, or Ryan Chapman for Halloween. I'm just going to get like stuff some pillows <laughs> in my biceps and and sharpie some tribal stuff on me and uh <laughs> oh that's a good idea it's not a bad that's a idea. really good idea that's a great yeah. idea so yeah, just, so then yeah. you know the other side of the spectrum is you got the giles drivers on the team and i gotta pick on neil a little bit so we were talking early in the season about well do you dial back the ailerons you know the giles roll so damn fast and neil goes you know i paid for the ailerons i'm gonna use them I'm like okay and so we've kind of been like goofing off and like at the end of the camp, Hey, Neil, you want to give us a spiraling tower or Hey, come on, give us a triple roll this time. Just peg it. And my yeah. God, that little airplane moves. <laughs> I feel the like part is he can handle it. I mean, it, it's yeah. fun. Not to, not to harp on it. One more joke. I feel like Ryan Chapman and Joey Bowflex represent the steroid era of aerobatics, similar to baseball. <laughs> so fun part <laughs> of the home run know, hitters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine Ryan Chapman going to Worlds? Like, he's definitely. You better make that uh, boy take a pee test or something like that. But he's definitely gonna get tested. Like, remember when Lentz got tested? Now that was the funniest <laughs> part is when Lentz got tested in Romania. Michael Lentz is about the most straight laced out of all of us. Oh, he's I mean, one step away is, from priesthood. I, pretty much, <laughs> and so he draws it. And he's getting pulled over to P test. And I remember AJ and Johnny are like, what? Not us. I mean, it's come on, man. You know, but yeah. um, what was interesting is SIVA uh, uh, did send out an updated because they are WADA regulated. So the world anti-doping league. So same group that regulates Olympics and formula one and all the other sports. And um, yeah, they, they actually have a list. And so it was kind of funny in the group chat. Everybody goes, Ryan, he's like, dude, I'm only on creatine, which is allowed. 
but uh, you know, it, it's Ryan sure. is the result of effectively sure. a long life of professional sporting. You know, I mean, rugby's a thing, man. You got to yeah. be tough. You're going to play it. So he's, he's a he's rugby an player. Mm-hmm. He, he was a semi-professional rugby player back when he was down in Oz. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that that's why he is built that. like that. Well, and then God. the fact he can shoulder press 100 pound dumbbells is something else. That's just, I, I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> watch <laughs> watch out, Joey Bowflex. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's no joke. Yeah, that's true. Easy. So the other thing is, um, and now I definitely got to pick on Ryan. Um, we, we've decided that uh, if, we, if we get weathered out in Gene, Nevada, and it becomes down to a ramp dance contest, Ryan is our ringer. Nobody dances like Ryan Chapman. So we're going to have really? him ramp dance. Yeah, we're going to have him ramp dance, and that'll be our representation for all of Canada. Get him some tap shoes. I love it. Oh, man. Dude can moonwalk better than anybody <laughs> I've met. So. But we, we've also decided he would be our dance coach if we switched to that format because he knows it inside and out. So, yeah. But that's Get one of those like uh, dance numbers, like, you know, they do with ballroom, put like a 708 or something like that on his back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> dance number next on uh, stage ryan Jones. oh yeah oh yeah well and so for anybody that hasn't seen it not trying to promote a different platform but for anybody that hasn't seen it so um flight chops kind of picked up on the story he's that big youtuber and steve yeah, Thorne, we talk and, about him he's a cool dude you don't mind promoting he, very good he, job. yeah yeah he is genuinely he's nicer in person than he comes out on the video which is kind of cool i mean it's that i like to think midwest nice is the thing where i live but yeah canada nice he's one of the few aviation i wouldn't even give him an influencer tag because i I bet you he hates that tag too but he's one of the few uh like aviation people online that i can like sit there and watch who's who's um who i enjoy like the other every a lot of other people it's so forced or I wouldn't even say scripted because I wouldn't even call it that, but like, it's just so ungenuine and yeah. um, you know, the guy's just like doing his thing and, and, and I love it. You know, he's humble, um, genuine. He's self-deprecating. I mean, he plays it down and oh, I made that mistake and he just points it out. So yeah. he came down to our little interim Algona camp and that was his first time actually looking at a box and it just, he, he, he showed up and he decided the first couple of days of camp, I'm not even going to turn on a camera. I got to get in the moment to make sure I understand this. And then, okay, I'll document what I can did a great job. So he comes up to Steinbeck and he brought along a friend to do the video work. And he said, these are the shots I want to get. I got to really focus on this. And then he put together a nice little summary. He's got another little preparatory camp before nationals. Now he's going to fly us nationals, but he's going to follow us all the way down to the worlds to see what this sport looks like. You know, he's, he's going to fly nationals. He's going to fly the nationals. He just registered last week. So, oh, that's he, so cool. He's, he's going to be sportsman. He got his aircraft repaired dead, a uh, uh, hangar back to Harvard into it and bust his prop. And yeah. uh, he just got her back together. So he's good to go. So pretty exciting. But yeah, Steve, um, you know, he, I asked his videographer, I said, all right. So you know, his friend, that his friend Brock that was helping film, I said, uh, so you're not really an aviation guy, but you've been involved with this now. You've been at Steinbeck for a couple of days. What do you think of competition aerobatics and the sport as a whole? He looks at me and goes, well, <laughs> you want to know what I really think? I said, yeah. He says, I think you've got every type A personality out there. I think you're lucky to have a team that clicks well. He says, I could see how personalities can be an issue at this high level. Everybody's got this like almost almost this spectrum level of autism focus on what they're doing. He says, I also think that's out of necessity. And he, he just had this really great string. We basically had an outsider there analyzing what the sport looked like. And he was just he was blown away that this was a sport. Um, and he was just totally ate up with it and it's like, all right, that's cool. So, and then, you know, Steve found it and he just instantly fell in love with the discipline, the training. And, you know, now he's really dedicated to the, you know, at least showing this side of aviation. So I hope it brings good optics. I really do. And, uh, um, that's a really good way to look at it actually on the way yeah. you put it. Yeah, it really is. And, and they're representing it as honestly as they can. And they're seeing a lot of good out of people. Um, you know, and I got to give another shout. Um, there's a young man, Adam, up in uh, up in Manitoba, that um, 14 years old, soloed, flying his dad's RV8, and uh, competed sports. How do you solo at well. uh, 14? Canada, different rules. What is what so, is so 14 solo, 15 license? Uh, I think 16 license. I think. I, but I solo don't at 14. That, but yeah, and that is um, really cool. So last year he had safety pilot flew primary and this year he's Congratulations. Flew sportsman. Yeah. And it's really happy. I, I, 
I, I just, it was a real pleasure to meet him. And uh, a couple of the Canadianisms, um, he asked, he's like, would you take a look at my flight? Well, he sees a coach there. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do it. So I'm giving him some, just a few tips on the radio and everything I'm giving him comes back and the response is, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. And I heard that like 50 times. I, I thought it was <laughs> Expressions. Well, that that's one of the Canadian expressions, but that's an acknowledgement and a I'm going to execute this plan. And just super positive attitude, young man up and comer. Got to watch that one in a couple of years. If he sticks with it, he's going to be really, really lethally good in the sport. So, oh, that's heads exciting. up, everybody. And yeah, you start really that cool. young, you know, starting that young and having good habits and a good eye on you. And he's been working under Luke Penner for a while, so you know, you've got a hell of a mentor there. I mean, it's there's a lot of promise. Yeah, and as it, long as you have a good foundation, that's what it is. I mean, if you can oh, establish yeah. a great foundation, I mean, I was really fortunate and I'm sure you were too, you know, just starting off with, with uh, you know, a Cub or some type of fabric underpowered airplane mm-hmm. to really understand feel. And um, absolutely not even just not even with aerobatics, just like understand, you know, how, how to fly an airplane. And um, it just translates into everything you fly. Um, and then obviously, once you get into aerobatics, it's, it's really, you know, highlighted. But you know, I see, you, you see it too. It's like, sometimes, you know, you don't want to take the longer, the longer road, but I mean, look at everybody, look at, you know, Gooley and Morrissey's, both Morrissey's, mm-hmm. like, everybody started out in decathlons, Cubs and uh, something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you know, they get up to the high performance stuff and it's, it's very natural. And I, it seems unless you're, gosh you could do three flights a day seven days a week jump it into a plastic airplane first maybe you can adapt to it but i don't know any world you know besides like well flora and odin and all those guys they started cap uh cap tens right cap tens yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. And, but well, those so days Petro, are gonna, those days are gonna go away you know i i or at least i fear because um at least yeah. we're seeing it in the u.s you know uh, it's it's just the cost the barrier to entry and and thinking about cost and everybody's buying i mean we were seeing people buy airplanes, keep them for a couple of years, sell them, buy the next thing. And now people are just like, you know what? Why do I why do I need to do that? I'll just buy a game bird now. I'll just buy an extra now. And I'll just yeah. work my way into it. Um so you know, I wonder what energy airbag- management. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder what that kind of looks like in like 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Will we have seen a, a real shift? That's a really good question, you know. So Jeff and I had a conversation yesterday about uh, negative flicks and some things as he's transitioning further into Unlimited. And when I was talking to Jeff, you know, I, I gave some tips and I gave some pointers. And Jeff said, "I think I just need to put in the reps." It's exactly that. It's it's like fitness. It's like training anything. You just need to you know put in the time on that one subject. And you know, everybody that started low power, I started decathlon. You know, I got my private on a Cub and I started decathlon. Um, you know, energy management's a thing. You know, that's where I learned it. Yeah. And I, I yeah. remember working with John Morrissey early on and Morrissey was talking about, you know, there is no short path of success. You've got to put in the time and learn these steps before you move up and people to jump categories too fast, never get caught up. They get behind it. And, you know, but then he'll point at his pits S2A and he'll say, I'm afraid that's going to be the next Buker. You know, the Buker is a great airplane, but it's not terribly relevant <laughs> anymore. And he's afraid the the pits is going to be the next Buker as it will be categories escalate yeah yeah it's just it it's not a bad take that's a great actually that's it's a it's a tragically great analogy it really is Um, uh because that's just it's it's where it's gonna go i mean it's inevitable it's inevitable you know you fly decathlon now like i i uh flew a buddy super decathlon a little while ago and uh it's just such a great airplane and energy management you don't understand if you don't understand energy management like i I I plain vanilla snap right inside upright snaps. Mm-hmm. That that's I I don't even think I've ever even tried an outside flick. So I I'm not one to talk about how it relates to um the 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 spin category here or, or the uh, snap roll category. Um, but if you don't understand basic energy management, when somebody when you get to that point where you're thinking about outside flicks and energy management, you're talking about physics level stuff to somebody that has no idea how to do you know simple addition basically you know if they don't because you've never even had to think about energy management until it bites you right uh whereas in a super decathlon you were always thinking about it i mean you're never not thinking about your energy in a super decathlon even in a pits s2b s2a absolutely uh an a but even in a b 
you're real you're always thinking about your energy but in a super decathlon you can't not think about energy yeah so i, I wonder so what the mindset's couple, gonna gonna you know shift to here oh a couple fun very recent energy management things so luke penner needed a he missed his primary stars patch and he's trying to do the all 10 here eventually and what a loser so that's hilarious no who wants to do that so for his uh he, he decided he can't do this in the sc and he couldn't do it in the in the uh, 300l and he even toyed with doing it in the satabria but you know why would you do it in your flight school satabria when you have other things available so luke penner put together with a friend of his got insured and used a nanchang cj6 hell yeah <laughs> so the problem was yeah. the nanchang well the problem is the nanchang won't spin so it just doesn't like to spin unless you got an FCG. So he needed a couple hundred pounds of dead weight in the back feet. So put on my parachute, jump in the back of the Nanchang, and now I'm along for the ride as his air quote safety pilot. Ballast. So I got <laughs> I got to fly a primary as dead weight ballast in uh, a Nanchang at Steinbeck, which was hilarious. I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Um, and then Luke put the 360 camera on, and I didn't know what he was going to pull. So it it there there's some really epic photos of Aaron getting uh, just G grunting out because I didn't know he was pulling and I'm, I'm behind in the primary curve. in <laughs> primary because he was horking on it and actually I just sent it to you in the group chat just so you guys can have a laugh it it's not my best photo I'm not gonna lie um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome dude. You got briefly punished. I tell you what, I'll, I'll wait till this airs and I'll post it on Instagram again as a memory just for anyone who follows me. Um, but uh, it, it was a blast. But then what was he was doing? Six G pulls into the vertical? Yeah, except when you don't know he's going to pull that hard or when, and all of a sudden there goes the G. Yeah. And you're behind the curve, then you got to like fight to make up for it. So, um, oh, yeah. I was not ready. And when you're, the, when you're not the one flying it so hard, I hate that. That's the, oh, it's it's the worst part is anticipating it. How much G and when? Like the onset of G? Yep. Like, oh fuck, you brought it, you brought that all at once. Okay. Yep. So then to make it worse, so I was trying to help because Jesse Mack was participating in the camp and he was there with the Harv's Air 300 l And there were a couple things I wanted to show him. And I had been now for a full week watching everybody else fly. And here's me sitting on the ground with a handheld radio. And uh I said, Man, I wish I could fly this contest. And Luke says, well, you could rent the 300L, but you'll need a safety pilot. And he says, I'll volunteer Jesse. I said, well, heck, I could help Jesse. Yes, I'll do that. So I registered for Intermediate in the 300L. I haven't flown a 300L in 10 years. So I, I registered in the 300L for Intermediate, and I came up with a four-figure freestyle for Intermediate. And I thought, all right, <laughs> awesome. we'll just go fly on limited-level figures. But I wanted to show Jesse some stuff, and, and, yeah. uh, and it was one of those for fun. And so Jesse, uh, he says, so it's just Intermediate, right? Yeah. He yeah. says, uh, you're going to be gentle, right? As gentle as I can. And I just hear him mumble something of his breath like, oh, Jesus, I'm dead. So um, we, man, we hit the box and fly in the known. And as I'm going through the wing legs, I'm point rolling it hard and aggressively as I can to learn the ailerons. I did no practice, by the way. Um, Jesse says, I thought Luke was going to be the hard one to ride with. You suck. And yeah. <laughs> made, the, made the first pull and I hit the snap on the avalanche. I, I don't even remember the whole sequence, but I'm like talking out loud to the aircraft. And he's sitting in the seat, just shaking his head. And um, at one point I got him a little, at one point he wasn't ready and I got him a little fuzzy in the pull and he goes, woo, it's sleepy time there for a second. I'm like, hang on, do it again. And yanked another corner and (laughs) poor Jesse was along for a hell of a ride. So I ended up, um, I ended up with the four figure free. We ended up running at daylight. The smoke kind of adhered us. The wind was weird. So they elected to go from known to unknown and word had got around that this unlimited pile from the States was going to fly a four figure. And everybody wants to say like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm here. Or is the concours. I'm just having fun. What the hell? I'll fly the four figure free instead of the unknown. And then I'll flip the card and I'll fly the last five figures of the unknown. But I'll just goof those up, too, and see if we can test the judges. Let's see if the judges can keep up with this. So the judges are expecting the the unknown that was issued by the IAC. And I rolled in the box and gosh, darn it. I had the wrong card on the panel. Who knew? So bummer, right? So uh, let me see if I can forward you a picture of that in the group chat. Yes, I can. Cool. So I end up flying the wrong card. Isn't that tragic? So I flew this four-figure free first. And then after that four-figure free got through, then, well, what do you do? You flip the card over, get the right card, and then let's do figure five. 
So then I started blowing those figures deliberately. Like I did, um, instead of a two, instead of doing a four point, I did a two, four, one way of the two, four, the other one judge missed that. That's a cool um, four figure. Yeah, this is good. That was for intermediate. That's a legal 190 K intermediate figure or intermediate free. And there's nothing dangerous or hard about it. The other thing I wanted to show was energy management. I did that whole flight at 6.2 G's. I never exceeded the G limits or pushed hard. You know, the extra with two people on board on 300 L, you've got an eight G limit. Sure. Eight, and sure so I was just, I was showing some techniques, you know, plane to plane. And Jesse understands these concepts, but I wanted to go you know, give him a little demo. And it, it, and, you know, turns out nothing was foreign to him. He was just seeing how I did it. And, of course, then he knew we were going to goof up the second half of the sequence as well. So that was that was a kick. Anyways, you know, it's just it's the little things. It's the fun stuff. That's fun. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Is there video yeah, of this? outside video of this? So the funny thing is, there is actually a bunch of cockpit cameras were installed, multiple. And um, Jesse had one aimed right on him. So he even at one point during the middle of the flight, pulled out an air six sack and acted like he was going to use it just for the camera. So <laughs> Luke has informed me in the off season when it freezes up that he's going to edit together a video and it's going to be a lot of fun. So coming oh, this winter, that. so uh, I, really I hope it comes out great. I, I had a 360 camera sitting between the two of us. And then Jesse had one on his face for expressions and he was hamming it up. So it's going to be something. So we have to wait until the the Canadians uh, all retreat to their their winter igloos. Uh, for, Which the good news the, is that the nine months, and he can edit. Yeah, but the good news is it's, it's only like sixty days away. I mean, you know, like November first, it freezes up up there. That's, That's actually true. a big concern. So speaking of this, this is a big concern for those guys. They're going to be in Vegas, you know, uh, starting mid October until November third, fourth, uh, and then November fourth. Some of them are going to have a hard time getting home due to mountain weather, due to the climate. I mean, this is a big yeah. problem. So, yeah, that's that's one downfall living that far north. But boy, is it nice the rest of the year! Wow. Yeah. For those for you those listening, lift. For those listening, if you're cold, they're cold. Bring your Canadian aerobatic <laughs> pilots inside for this winter. <laughs> the ASPCA will love you. There's yeah. that. So. <laughs> Yep. And so, for anybody who's ever followed Luke Penner on social media, he likes to run and he likes to run in the winter and he's posted pictures with his eyebrows iced up. And <laughs> I just, I, and he thinks that's fun. I, I don't, I'll go to the gym and hit the treadmill before I'll do that. That's just crazy. Animal, animal. I mean, tell you what special kind of tough comes out of the Northlands. I was just going to yeah. say there's, there's some grit that, that kind of all of them that they have that uh, I think really aid them. As oh, a yeah. team. Oh, yeah. You know, they uh, they get that nice off season to perform maintenance, you know, and being as remote as they are, every one of those pilots on the team, uh, Miles, Dave, Neil, all of them, they have to be their own craftsmen, their own self-support, and they're very good at it. So, you know, if something comes up mid-season, not only do they have the skills to repair it, but, you know, they come together quickly to resolve the issue. Um, I mean, it, it's just, it's fantastic to watch. and. Even like Jersey, he had an accident with a Sukhoi some years ago with a uh, power loss and had to reconstruct the darn thing. And it's kind of a Sukhoi plus. And even Nikolai was brought up to uh, Nikolai was brought up to do some, uh, um, you know, some evaluation flights and some testing on it. And he was kind of blown away by how the aircraft flew. So, yeah. Oh, neat. And it's stuck ever so, since. Yeah, it, 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 it's probably one of the better flying Sukhois out there. I mean, it looks like a project. There's some stuff that's kind of unfinished on it. But uh, yeah, it's it's you know it, it. He needed to figure it out. He needed to support himself, and therefore he did. He just went for it. So, do you have you know, any news on France? You know, yes. so France did register, and they have um, France did register, and they have um, they've rented a three thirty LX here in the states. So they in are LX, coming. Okay, yeah, they are coming. Yep, they are coming, and it's not going to slow them down at all. I mean, it's you know, they're yeah, obviously, obviously quite handy with their machines. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's not going to hold them up in the slightest. So no. yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're excited coming. to see it. And they've got a couple of veteran members on the team, and they've got some new names that I did not recognize. So I'm excited to meet them all. Um, and with the veterans, always, I expect they'll probably always well. there's always going to be. Yeah, but and and so speaking of uh, France, you know. Uh, EAC is going on right now in Italy. Yep. And yeah. what what's fascinating is you know we, that's we've the uh, European Aerobatic Championships. 
for everybody. That's correct. Yeah. And for unlimited this year, since it's a whack advanced year. Um, and with EAC going on, you know, we've got the top French guys are doing consistently well. And then you've got some of the civilian pilots that were new at it last year, like uh, William Combs and uh, Antoine Pekar. And those two guys are really tight in the scores and inching up the leaderboard, you know, compared to their whack performance last year. So, you know, they're consistent. Like you said, you get exposed to it, you raise your own level. So it, it, it's fun to watch the development, even at the unlimited level. It really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And you can see it, you know, you look at, you, you look at the standings right now. I mean, the, the, the usual players are, are right. They're just always right there. Oh yeah. I mean, look, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the rankings are, they're almost, it's almost comical, you know, at this yeah. point. Um, you know, it, it's at, at a certain point when you're so far out in front, it's like, well, okay, you can breathe a little bit, but man, some, some of the figures they've been submitting, I mean, that, that was some complicated sequences. So I got to actually look at the composite here while we're talking. Um, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, that's uh, that's hitting pretty heavy. Nice work, guys. If the, any of the French pilots are listening to this, I am kind of blown out of the water here. Yeah. <laughs> They're bringing the heat. Yeah. Um, might be a good thing I'm taking off here. I went over there. I'd get my clock clean. These guys are doing great. <laughs> wow. They're, they're yeah. No, no, you look at the standings. You're like, oh. Oh. They're yeah. stacked. All right. Yeah, they're, they're stacked. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wow. completely stacked. You and can't um, with that yeah. level. Well, with that level of sequence, you know, top guy Flo's got an eighty-two point eight three five. My uh-huh. lord, that had to be. And, and then, and then of course you got they're sending Louis a message right behind him. Well, and Louis right behind him, eighty-two one three six. Oh my! Nice no, they're, they're, they're sending and a Louis message. beat him on. Well, and Louis beat him on the on the third unknown. Oh my! You can see here. Oh, it looks whoa. like one through one through four. Oh, we're just in another league. That's what it's looking like. Yeah. Maybe one through three or different league, but and then there's some spread. But but even you know, like five to ten, you're like, oh, okay. Mikhail Brajot had bring it. That's a that's a great finish for him. I mean, he's always yeah. he's always in the top, but a third place for him that um, you know, I think it's a great finish for him. He for he's been in the goals. mix for so long. He's been such a top level pilot for so long. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there's That's some there's good some finish for flying on. Daniel. He 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 improved. Uh, Genevieve. Genevieve. Yeah, Genevieve. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's That's a, good a really good dude. Him. He's a super good dude. Antoine um, Picard. Good finish for him. He's new to unlimited. Well, and, He's and flying with uh, Dijon. Yeah, and so is uh, Guilliam. And uh, Guilliam uh, and Antoine, they were at the Advanced Worlds in eighteen with us, Petro. Yeah, and. You know, I I got to catch up with them a little bit in Poland last year. Those guys are, I mean, they're fantastic. But look at those guys inch up the board. I mean, seventh and eighth, and scores yeah. pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> wow! Oh, shoot. Louis well, Vanel scored eighty four percent on the last unknown. How is that even humanly possible? <laughs> <laughs> All right, is, so we're talking about testing Chapman for performance enhancing drugs. What about those guys? Oh my lord! Uh, performance enhancing nuggets. That's what that guy's eating. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I was wondering when that was coming up. <laughs> Performance enhancing yeah. French fries, dude. Yeah. God. They supersized yeah. it this year. Those guys are assassins for sure. God, it's yeah. crazy. No, it, it's crazy. In fact, you know what? Um, I, I, I was looking at the scores. I think, I don't know, when um, uh, Martin Shanka um, posted them, I don't know, a few days ago, day or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um. It's this is not even this is not getting. I mean, it must be in 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 private circles getting talked about. But this this is they they, they just went and this is a bloodbath. Yeah. Oh, absolutely is. Really, absolutely. really high scores. Yeah. yeah, incredible flying. I'm just seeing who else on the French team. Victor Lalou. They only brought uh, two military guys there, huh? Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. Three. Um, I know Popov wasn't there. I noticed that. Uh, and. Yeah. I've been so busy with Canadians, I haven't really paid attention to the international stuff as much. Um, you know, we're so busy playing at the advanced level this year, helping these guys out. But mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be interesting. interesting so, mm-hmm. well, boys, I think we got. I got to wrap at least. I don't know if if you guys want to stay on and, and chit chat, but uh, uh, I got to I got to shower and catch a flight too. Um, so it's it's a it's a good time understand. to wrap. Um, Aaron, any any last closing notes? Uh, obviously, you know we this entire year oh, and and years past, uh, we're huge fans of the Canadian team. Um, it's been really fun watching you coach the Canadian team. They they seem to be in a 
insane. I'm just in a just a poised spot for success uh, at AWAC. Um, any closing thoughts or or comments on on the team and where they're at as we kind of get we're 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 kind of there. It's coming up. Honestly, honestly, you know, I've I've sent them all with a little homework. I've got a few more things to send out because they are getting together in groups as they can. And you know, a couple of the outliers are practicing independently as much as possible. I couldn't be more proud of them, all of them. I mean, they're this has been such an honor and such a pleasure working with them. Um, and just the little team building things. So Everybody has their own little mannerisms, their own little things you say. Um, we're at dinner here at Rocky Mountain House, and Mark Cunningham raises a hand and says, all right, we got a minute here while we're waiting for the drinks. Everybody go around the table and tell us your favorite Aaron expression that he says while he's on the radio with you. And they went around it. I mean, it was it was like a free-for-all improv comedy there for the table for a minute. You know, I mean, the, <laughs> these guys, just the, the, the personality, energy they all bring, and the camaraderie and the quality of pilot skills that have been developed and are being executed in these very complex flights. I could not be more proud of all of them. I mean, this has been just a pleasure to work with them all. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And I've seen them in the heat of contest, put up that same level of flying. So they're, they're, you know, the whole train like a fight. I mean, these guys are training well and then flying at that level in the contents. They're not crumbling under the stress of the uh, of a judged flight. So I'm really excited to see how this works out for us. This is going to be a fantastic contest. The guys are doing great. I'm just blown away. So yeah, very rewarding experience and all. So come on out, That's check it cool. out. Yeah, everybody needs to come check it out. It's going to be a, a great contest here in just a few weeks. I love, I love it. it. We're super excited. I'm super excited. This is it's going to be really fun to watch. It's um, you know, it's just that time of year where where things are ramping up, things are getting exciting. You're watching people put the finishing touches, wrapping the bow up, and then it's time to time to send it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, this is this is gonna be good. So Jeff, you got Absolutely. any closing thoughts? No, uh, I think we covered it all. Um all right. And uh yeah, I'm leaving Sunday, going out to uh Nebraska. So Nebraska. I'm my mic, my mic with me and uh Whatchamacallit, we'll do some recording. I'm excited. I'm super pumped. So I'll fill you in um, there with all the uh, exciting people that are going to be there and details. And, you know, I got to just, I, I'm not packing a lot because I got to make room for the trophy after yeah. I win Unlimited. You just um, put it right on the lap. <laughs> just put it right on your lap. Yeah. Well, the SC doesn't have a lot of storage, so um, no. I'll figure it out. But yeah, that's the biggest problem I got right now. Just tape so, it right to the wing. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't ship a high value item like that. There's not enough insurance in the world to cover it no nobody would cover it that'd be like shipping your airplane to uh uh to the ukraine you know or uh, shipping it to europe you know nobody's insuring it yeah i call lords of london but they're like you know what jennifer lopez s (laughs) will do but nationals unlimited trophy it's it's too risky it's too much it's too much so 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 petro first time i cleaned house at the nationals i fedex my dirty clothes home put the trophy in the airplane Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes you just have to do that. And then you just, you know, when you go on cross countries like that and you have no baggage, you have to learn things like underwear really has four sides. I mean, you got to really exercise. Exactly. You know, extrapolated thought. I mean, really, you got to be careful. So, yeah, it technically, the trophy at all costs. Also, I want to add that underwear technically has five sides. It, you know, five. it's front and, front and back, inside and out. Yep. And then you don't have to wear it. And then no underwear. The fifth yeah. one is you don't wear it. So you go, you go commando. Emergency um, reserve commando, interesting yeah. concept. I, yeah, I kind of want. Technically, there's a fifth dimension for for there uh, is a, fifth a single dimension. pair of underwear. I get yeah. one more day on a cross country in these things. That's what I'm saying. That. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Throw them. Yeah. Throw them away. Go commando. I like this. <laughs> huh. Okay. There's a plan. We have a plan. All right, Jeff. You got a good. You you you. We've we've solved the, the underwear debacle for you. Um, <laughs> fly safe on Sunday. Um, we'll get you out of here because I know you got to go. Um, Amen. Thank you to Lift Aviation for supporting the podcast. LiftAviationUSA.com, promo code FlyCoolShit, 25, uh, 25% off most items. Uh, FlyGood Merch, FlyGoodMerch.com, promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O, 10% off um, the entire website. Aaron, do you have uh, – I, I should have had you queued up for the plugs on the Canadian team, but um, I can add them later. But uh, anything off the top of your head where people can follow and support the team? So, um, unfortunately we don't really have much for, uh, we, we do have some individual social media, but, uh, team Canada whack on Instagram is the big one. Um, and most of the pilots are getting reposted on that. 
Luke Penner with Harv's Air Inverted is the one who runs that. So Team Canada WAC is going to be promoting quite a bit on the individual pilots, the overall standings, et cetera. So check that out. And then uh, if you're following any of the pilots, um, most of them are on Instagram, Facebook, Ryan Chapman, Luke Penner, uh, Jesse Mack. You've got, uh, uh, we got Jersey to join, which we didn't think that was going to happen, right? Um, Chapman's really big on it. Neil yeah. Harris has got a great page. So, you know, yeah. like I said, it, follow, follow the pilots. Um, Mark Cunningham and Christian Baxter, they post a bit. Um, yeah. Miles and Dave are kind of a little reserved on that one. But anyways, Team Canada Whack is getting good coverage of all of it. So keep an eye on Love that it. on Instagram. I'm yeah. so pumped. Fo- I am so pumped. Follow them up. And we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll maybe we'll get a, uh, we'll get you back on for a post. I don't want to uh, load you up uh, right before, but uh, we'll maybe maybe a post, uh, post AWAC. Uh, breakdown of, of how things went but uh, uh we're super excited good luck uh mr coach M- mr coach yeah, McCartan. and we're yeah we're 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 everybody's really really uh just enjoying watching it so uh it'll be exciting and uh yeah we'll wrap this one up and we'll talk to y'all next week thank you for listening to another episode of fly cool shit Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com.